Today is Friday, February 2nd, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by our partner, Quince. Who doesn't love the good things in life? I certainly do, and the amazing thing is that it doesn't have to mean emptying your bank account. And as you all know by now, Quince is our go-to for luxury essentials at affordable prices, whether it's for clothing, accessories, jewelry, or home goods. So go to quince.com morning for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's like a really long time. We're starting the end of our week with some fairly significant diplomatic headlines out of Israel. According to the latest reporting, Secretary of State Antony Blinken has commenced a State Department review of policy options for potential recognition by the U.S. and the international community of a Palestinian state after the end of the war in Gaza. This development appears to be driven in part by Saudi Arabia's stance that any potential for diplomatic normalization of relations with Israel, as was being negotiated prior to October 7th, would be conditioned on the creation of an irrevocable pathway to Palestinian statehood. While there has been nothing close to an official policy change yet, the range of options on the table reportedly includes a full endorsement of a state to the U.S. not using its veto block at the U.N. Security Council to prevent Palestine from being admitted as a member, to the possibility of a demilitarized Palestinian state without Hamas. President Biden also issued an executive order yesterday that will create visa restrictions for Israeli settlers in the West Bank who commit violence against Palestinian communities. The sanctions target foreign nationals, some of whom have already been prosecuted within the Israeli justice system. But they do not address American or dual citizens, nor how many people will ultimately be impacted. Though the State Department has characterized the ban as affecting dozens of extremist settlers and their family members. The executive order comes in the wake of the death of a 17-year-old American citizen who was shot and killed during a visit to the West Bank last month, where he was there to learn about his Palestinian heritage. Israel says that they're now investigating his death, potentially by an off-duty IDF officer and a civilian. And according to the UN Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs, there has been a spike in attacks by settlers in the West Bank, with nearly 500 recorded just between October 7th and January 31st. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin apologized yesterday for not informing the administration, Pentagon staff, and the general public that he was undergoing treatment for cancer in December, saying that he should have shared his cancer diagnosis. He emphasized that there were, quote, no gaps in authority or risk to the department's command during his hospitalization, and that the Pentagon has already instituted new procedures to ensure no future lapses in communication, while adding that his instinct was to keep it private, as he does not like to burden others with his problems. I'll choose to take his word on that, considering that there are many public figures whose problems I am burdened with and he's not one of them. Next, we can confirm that the Oregon State Supreme Court does indeed believe in consequences. Here's the story. Last year, 10 Republican state senators staged a six-week walkout from their jobs, making the legislative body unable to, you know, work, in order to stall bills on abortion, transgender health care, and gun rights. However, Oregon voters had already approved a ballot measure in 2022, because Republicans had already been pursuing this walkout strategy every year since 2019, with the goal of preventing such boycotts. 
and voters approved by a wide margin an amendment to the state's constitution that would ban lawmakers from re-election if they have more than 10 unexcused absences from the chamber. The Secretary of State then ruled that those 10 Republican senators are disqualified from running for re-election. Following that decision, some of those lawmakers sued, as one does, but the state Supreme Court has now upheld the decision to ban them from the ballot. I'd call that a pretty quick turnaround on fucking around and finding out. For our final story, we have a quick little coup beat Trump headline as a treat. According to the latest campaign finance filings, Donald's Save America PAC, which is the official FEC name for his campaign, spent over $50 million on legal costs last year. In other words, it's his own donors who are personally footing the bill for his 91 criminal counts and smattering of civil lawsuits. On second thought, maybe I should just shut the fuck up and appreciate that it's not spent on cable advertising in swing states. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. And thanks again to our favorite shopping partner, Quince. Quince is my go-to for luxury essentials at affordable prices. It's where I am getting all my staples these days. My latest favorite is the Mongolian cashmere crewneck sweater, which comes in over a dozen colors and has over 10,000 reviews with a 4.9 out of 5 star rating. That is a shit ton of reviews. And the best part is that it is only $50. So give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com morning for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash morning to get free shipping and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash morning. And until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.